So I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Yoy and double yoy. We talking about Twitter. Ripple yoy. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. Quadruple yoy. We love Pittsburgh, PA. We love Steeler Nation. I think the Steelers are better today. Uh, do you believe in signs? Like, can something be like a sign or an omen? Is that? Uh, yeah, you- I can. I can believe that. Yeah. Do you, you know, because if, if so, I think I've received the ultimate Steeler sign oh. or good omen. Okay. Uh, you know, I feel like the the black and gold universe has opened up to me. Uh-huh. Uh, I've locked into that signal. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, here we are. We're, it, it, it's somewhere tethering in between the serendipitous and the coincidental. Mm-hmm. There's a signpost <laughs> up ahead. Okay. Next stop is what Jin's talking about. Woo. The conversation about the Steelers social media conversation. I'm Kyle Kreiss. Here with me is Greg Benevent. Hello. I've had a life-changing Steelers event. Mm. I don't know exactly what it means yet, but mm. I will probably never go out in public again without wearing the hypercycloids. Okay, I, I I assume you have them on under your hoodie right now. Well, okay, so uh, n- n- okay, you caught me bluffing from oh, here okay. on out. Oh, is it sure? Oh, jeez. Oh, okay, yeah, edit that out. It's from up. here on out, okay. I won't be going out without the hypercycloids. Well, you know who's just going to see me here, so it's not like that's yeah, it, yeah. We'll get to that <laughs> in the second <laughs> half of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh but we got to start with uh, the serious news. Mm-hmm. We're talking about voluntary. OTA. What do OTA stand for? Organized team activity, I think. I okay. Think. Voluntary OTAs are here. And Steeler Nation couldn't be more excited. It is funny that uh, voluntary OTAs eclipse. Uh, it, it is the top of the fold sports headline right now in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, what's it going to be? The Pirates lost again to people you've never heard of and hopefully don't hear of again. Well, they won yesterday. So oh, that's right. There's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the tweets. <laughs> Let's start with at Will Graves AP. Will Graves from the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Kevin Dotson on not having been around. I think it's weird because there's nobody from the old time. There's nobody from the old legacy. We're building our own culture. We've got to do what we can do and still play the Steelers way. That You know, until Dotson said this, I didn't realize this is a completely new era. There's no yeah. Colbert. There's no, you know, Dan Rooney. There's no uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. What, mm-hmm. what is this? Is, are we totally in uncharted territory? I mean, the longest tenure guy has got to be Cam, right? Cam, almost assuredly. Uh, There's no ring, no ring wearers in the building. There's no one that's played in a Super Bowl. I don't believe. I don't think Cam was on the 45 team. It, um, I, I, I mean, just, just reading it, you know, there's nobody from the old time. There's nobody from the old legacy. That sounds straight out of Lord of the Rings. I mean, that just seems so (laughs) fantasy. But he's right. I mean, it's this is a new era, and that is again all the more reason for to be thankful for Tomlin, someone that connects to a prior era. There's not it, it, Colbert's even gone. It, to have some some kind of continuity, some bridge from a pri- from a bridge from a 
prior time when the sword was in the cave. Like that, you know, yeah. it's to keep it the legacy continued. You're I didn't think of it like that. If we didn't have uh, Tomlin, this would totally be, we would be, you know, it, we would be like trying to find the new world for the first time without a, without a compass. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers, the next generation. <laughs> oh, the college years or something. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a better example, but yeah, it's rare that I'm more optimistic than you, but that happened with that analogy. Um, we were already getting answers to some of the biggest questions <clears throat> at Jim Wexel. You know, this this is what the local press is good at. You know, they were in the locker room yeah. and talking to the players themselves. They, they were finally, you know, shining. Uh, it's not the insider articles or gossip that we saw, you know, during the COVID era or this offseason. Uh, now we're in the locker rooms. So mm-hmm. the tweet from... At Jim Wexel, you know, Kevin Dotson confirming Mitch Trubisky, the current QB1. So, you know, they're out there doing a little pitch and catch, uh, a little toss. Mitch is your number one tosser. Right. I was going to say, yeah, he did the most pitching. That was the extent of what uh, uh, Mitch had to offer. And I I was wondering, just it didn't hit me until you said it. I wonder if, you know, I I mean, I'm not going to compare it to any prior era, but I wonder if the substandard insiderness we were getting was due in some part to there literally being no one inside the locker room. (laughs) since they were unable to do it for two years. No one to talk to. Well, you you can't be an insider if you're not inside. Like, you can't be an insider on Zoom. True, true. All good points. Um, Let's, uh, you know, our own... At Jay Hartman underscore Pitt, Jeff Hartman uh, with the eagle eye Mm -hmm. on the the pitch and catch order out there. (laughs) It's Mitch, Mason, Kenny... Chris in that order mm-hmm. uh, uh you know anything surprising about that or anything that means anything well I mean I, 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 one it confirms what we'd said two I don't know I mean I guess I'm surprised that there was enough pitching and catching to actually include Chris in that I mean I'm glad he was <laughs> but like it's you know I mean it's everything you hear now is there just aren't enough reps how are we going to get all the reps for three quarterbacks what do I do for three all these reps and now there's like this fourth guy uh you know I mean I hope he gets a chance but I don't know that uh, that that's where I was scoring it at home surprised you got pitching and catching what i found interesting uh is that each quarterback was wearing a specific hat oh out there you i know? was gonna ask you about this you wrote also specific this, hats on yes the notes. you we, we heard mace talk about his hat you know when it was mace's day on wednesdays he'd wear his hats right oh yeah 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 yeah. wednesday hat yeah and it seems like each guy has their own hat we, we got Kenny and Chris are still wearing the draft hats. Okay. God bless those ugly things. Oh my oh those yeah, it's 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 Steelers Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Mace is wearing the uh, you know, salute to service hat oh, okay. that Camo had in case he wants to go, you know, you know, hunting for some Or, or just yeah, or maybe to hide so he doesn't have to face <laughs> as many questions in that camouflage hat. And then uh Mitch is just wearing the all gray, no black, no gold, just an all gray hat with the Steeler uh, logo in gray. All gray. Oh. Oh, I mean that's that's that that's 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 an ugly choice, but maybe that's what makes it stand out. Like I, you know, it's been like this is you know I'm the starter, so I'll take the blow by wearing the most hideous hat we have. It's uh, and what I find fascinating is no one has sweats through their hat. I I can't oh, go. Oh man, just destroy absolutely. I destroy right? that thing. Yeah, I can't go to the mailbox without sweating through my hat. Mm-hmm. Those guys have no sweat stains. I've already ruined my Najee Harris hat. I'm oh so- yeah, yeah, and then it starts to creep up through the brim. And yeah, like ruins the brim too, and it's oh you don't even like to look at it. Oh. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that, that, but then again, maybe that's, I mean, not to, you know, uh, pump up Mitch too much here, but maybe he's like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to ruin this ugly hat. <laughs> well, Let's get rid of this. I you know he's in, I know he's in great shape, very trim. In fact, oh, I, yeah. I've got some, you know, maybe I'm an insider. I've got the inside info that before OTAs, Mitch 
and Josh Allen were uh, golfing together up at Mystic Rock at Nemecolon Woodlands. Mm. Um, the, the text from my source is, uh, both wives are certifiable nines. Oh, okay. And, and I'm thinking nine on a scale of what, one to five? I, I, well, I mean, I, one, I would hope, and two, for those of you listening, you didn't get a chance to see when Kyle said, maybe I am an insider, he unconsciously made an air guitar gesture <laughs> with both of his hands, and it was really great, and it absolutely set me up for this story about Nemecole and Woodlands. Take that, Jim Wexel. Who who had the farther drive? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still efforting that. I reached out to the caddy, but I don't know who had a further... I'm guessing Josh Allen. That guy's a monster. I mean, you would monster. assume Josh Allen. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I would think, but I don't know. I I mean, it's it's maybe his short game isn't as good as Mitch's. Good, good point. Good point. And with our Matt Canada offense, maybe short game is what is right. right. It's going to be a lot of pitching. <laughs> just as you're saying, it's going to be a lot of nine irons out there. Uh, well, okay. Enough insider info. Let's <laughs> let's get back to the tweets because you know, no Ben, no problem. Says Mason Rudolph. Hey. Mason Rudolph has won the OTAs. I've declared okay. it now. One OTAs. Let's get okay. two. At C. Adamansky Trib. This is Chris Adamansky from the Tribune Review. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question to Mace Wasn't there a time this offseason when you were the number one QB on the depth chart? Mason Rudolph laughs. That's probably because I was the only quarterback on the roster. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, who? Mason has jokes. I, I was I, I was impressed by that. That that's a genuinely clever line. That's an actual joke. It's again, it's, it's, it's something we've learned in this process is that Mason Rudolph, okay guy. Perhaps a little nevish, perhaps a little nerdier, for lack of a better word, than you would hope from a you know alpha male NFL starting quarterback. But that's a nice line, and that's and moreover, that's a good attitude. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. He's coming into this so chill. You know, mm-hmm. we used to joke, "Oh, Mitch is the is the good guy, and Mace mm-hmm. is the Fonzie," mm-hmm. and he's coming in totally cool. Here, yes. let's uh, let's get to um, what do we got here? Let's get to uh, at. Carter critiques Christopher Carter. Mm-hmm. He had uh, he's he interviews uh, our new center Mason Cole. Okay, mm-hmm. Mason Cole. First team right away. Oh, and then Mason comes in saying that he's only going to be the second coolest Mason on the team. <laughs> cool. All right, and now they uh they so they 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 ask uh Mason Cole uh, more about Mason Rudolph. And uh, can you compete with him? (laughs) (laughs) Is that true too? Can you confirm you're the number two Mason? I think it's I think it's close. He's tough to beat though. He's he's a handsome man. He's He's a handsome man. Okay, everyone in the locker room knows this guy is the is the pretty boy. Okay, let's keep going. He's pretty cool. Um, He's pretty cool. I've never. Have you ever heard anyone say Mason Rudolph is pretty cool? No, because I we specifically did not say it during that entire LA tour of (laughs) Mason's, where he went on every sports channel station and and stumbled over his own feet. I mean, what I've been just in listening to this, I've been wondering if it, you know, maybe there really is something to that. Like competition brings out the best in some folks. I mean, this if nothing else, this Mason seems loose. I mean, you don't make those cracks if you aren't loose, if you aren't having a good time doing this. And that's got to translate to all aspects of it. You know, Mason Cole has met Mason Rudolph for, what, a whole day? And he's already the good-looking, cool guy. Wait, there's more. Okay. He's pretty cool. Um, (laughs) He's a different lifestyle, you know. He's he's single. 
He's handsome. He's a quarterback. Single, handsome. Who is Mason? I, I I need to be part of Mason's clique. This guy is the coolest guy in Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it, it is surprising. It's and I also it it hits me now that again, you know, we have this image of Mason, whereas we're hearing all this from Mason Cole, a guy who's been who's met Mason Rudolph for one day and been in Pittsburgh for two days. So like he was so he doesn't have that image that a lot of us of Mason do about like oh Mason like he doesn't have that maybe Mace was uh maybe maybe Mace Ben was holding back Mace maybe there was some animosity and now he's free of the shackles and ready to be himself here is uh what do we got here we got uh oh come on what do we got we got DK uh asking Mason about uh about leadership on the team mm. What's your best foot forward? What's your next step? Uh, I think, you know, there's some things with, with, with the offense that have changed post Ben, and, and we're trying to uh, just get off to speed and see what we like. We just see what we like, you know, Mason. Okay. He, well, you know, Mason's part of that. Let's we'll see what we like. What's he like, you know? We'll check it out, like the salad bar of the offense. <laughs> yeah, see, maybe we're into this, maybe we're not. Maybe we'll put some sprinkles on it. We'll find out. They're checking in with Mace. You think Canada's like, Mace, what do you what do you like out there? What kind of what kind of game do you like? I, I mean, I, I imagine Canada's doing that with all of them except Chris. And Chris is probably like, yeah, this is good. We'll try it. And, um, uh, but just to get back to something you said a second ago, I wouldn't be at all surprised if Mason were a little bit tense around Ben. How could you not be? I mean, you've probably heard me mention it before. There was that amazing article in the Post-Gazette once that just opened with, it was when AB was on the team, that AB would play loud music on one side of the locker room and Ben would call him from the other side yeah. of the locker room and just say his name and he'd turn the music down. I remember thinking, wow, these guys are going to the Hall of Fame. I wouldn't want to work with either of them. <laughs> um, we got more on Mace here. Let's see. Nope. No, we don't. Computer. <laughs> Technology has ruined me. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get back to that and maybe in a moment. Maybe okay. not. Maybe okay. not. Well, <laughs> the bottom line is uh, Mace is there. He's he's there to be in a leadership role. Okay. Uh, you know, he's ready to, he's, uh, you know, maybe be the leader in the locker room. You know, have we ever had a, a captain of the offense ride the bench? It, it does seem unlikely. I, I don't know about all that. But what I do know is all the clips you played when you're talking about, this is stuff the leader can do. I mean, obviously, the leader isn't just funny. I mean, they have to go out there and actually play football, too. But these are things that the leader does. And he jokes around and keeps everyone in decent spirits and, you know, uh, uh, maintains a suitable level of handsomeness for the locker room. Like, all of these things combined make you some kind of leader. So, yeah, these are leadership traits. Ladies want him. Men want to be him. Mason Rudolph, Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, here's the tweet from... At the Chris Mack. Chris Mack. Mason Rudolph sounds like a guy today who believes he still has a chance to win the starting QB job. Uh, why not? Why yeah, not? Exactly. I, I, and even if not, and I think that at its base level has to be, if nothing else, what Mason is thinking. Why not? Why not I me? Mean, it's got to be, be somebody. It's got to be somebody. It's as good a chance as any. All right. There was, uh, oh, gosh, we're already going long on just on OTAs here. Um, all right. Let, let's we'll quickly touch on some of the other things happening at OTAs. Uh, let's go mm -hmm. to at Mark Cabali. Uh, Kevin Dotson. Kevin Dotson is the gossip stir here, right? <laughs> uh, Steelers guard Kevin Dotson says he's expecting what happened today at the first day of OTAs to happen. A competition with Kendrick Green for the starting left guard spot. So, I, look, I'll admit that I was wrong. I thought Kendrick Green would start getting the center reps and we would see what happens. No, it starts right here on OTAs. Uh, Kendrick Green getting those left guard reps. Well, yeah, I thought the same thing. I mean, it's it's they like that flexibility since everyone gets hurt eventually. But, yeah, that, uh, that's, uh, that's quite a competition. The fourth round pick and the third round pick going against each other. Yeah. 
one last thing on OTAs. Uh, I'm gonna, it's, this isn't even an OTA. Well, yeah, I guess it is an OTA thing. I'll go to <whistles> at JRound32, Josh Roundtree. Mr. Trubisky just told us the Steelers did not tell him that they intended to draft a quarterback this year. If you remember uh, the reporting from Jeremy Fowler over at ESPN, uh, his report just, just two weeks ago said that Mitch knew that Pickett was on their radar, was on the Steelers' radar. Uh, apparently that was not true. Is this well, just another one of these so-called insiders who well, don't I know mean, the stuff? I, I, I think that the, this really might fall into a semantic category. There's a difference between them not saying, hey, we're drafting a quarterback in the first round versus this guy is on our radar. <laughs> I mean, it, those those could be, you you know, those two things can be the same thing. It, 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 I, again, I can't imagine Mitch signed that contract and his agent signed that contract. And Mitch, who, again, is friends with Josh Allen and yeah. knows what the quarterback, who's the definitive starter, is getting paid, doesn't think, you know, I'm making less than this guy. But I bet I, I bet I'm the guy no matter what. That I find that very hard to believe. Oh, okay. All right. Um, let's move on to the other big headline this week. We've got mm-hmm. a new general manager, which, mm. uh, you know, I don't even know exactly what the job entails. Except well, because for- the Steelers, it's so different than everywhere else. I mean, the general manager means what they want it to mean. They didn't have one for, what, 60 years. Yeah, we had a we had a director of player personnel, right? Wasn't right, that exactly. Tom yeah. It sounds like something you would, in your own corporation, you would make up, which is kind of what they do with the job. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I'm... Uh, uh, player personnel director of this podcast. Right, so. I, I think you are. It's, it's I'm the vice president of player <laughs> development. It turns out. All right. Well, you know, let's get to the tweets about mm-hmm. King Con. <laughs> 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 we'll start with at the Steelers and that mm-hmm. the Steelers and that. Listen, there was no way a guy named Hunt was getting the premier job for an organization that plays in Heinz Field. Uh, everyone's got jokes this week. Mason, this guy, this is, and I actually enjoy it. That's rare too. That's a great line. I mean, that's a winner. I appreciate that. That's imagine like this should be like this is the, the, the platonic ideal of what your Steeler joke tweet should be. Yes. Like think of it like this. This is this this is your you know modal Mason Rudolph level tweet. Like you have to be this good or better yeah. to tweet it out. That's what it should be. I'm so glad you included this. Well, let's get to uh, let's get to some of the haters because even a pick like Omar. Con, uh, it inspired some hate out there, including mm-hmm. I hate to see it coming from inside the building at Andrew underscore Wilbar, Andrew Wilbar. Ugh, least impressive of the finalists, at least from the info we have. Questionable moves seem to be a trend ever since Dan Rooney passed away. I mean, I mean, uh, is this well, first off, is this the least impressive? We had 16 candidates, six. Uh, second round candidates, right. if you will, uh, two in the building, Omar Khan and Hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, was Omar Khan in any way the least impressive? I have the- literally no idea. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. I mean, Andrew very well could be right that he is not that he was the least impressive of the candidate. Uh, I, I, my life is short and I waste it with frivolous things. I did not look up the resumes of all six guys that made it to the second round. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you have to know them uh, professionally? Well, to- I, I mean, I've read something. I forget who said it. I, I want to say it was Carbali. If I'm incorrect about that, I, I apologize. But it's just the, the, the idea that, you know, Khan was there and he was there forever. 
and he knows how they do things. And even if he's not the scouting guy, which the way they talk about him, he's he's like never actually watched football. He just sits with a calculator all day. It's amazing. They talk about like they got this nerd out of the AV club and they're going to make him general manager after 20 years. But we know the Roonies and the Steelers really do value loyalty. And, uh, you know, the I, I and for many years, you could tell it was spring just because Khan was interviewing for another team's general manager position that he did not get. That's right. That's right. That's a yeah. How many times has he been up for the job? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, let's let's give one more one more hater here. Mm-hmm. At Ben Anderson fifty eight Ben Anderson, I would have preferred the Steelers gave the big job to a football guy, not a numbers guy. I, uh, my guess is that Art decided they couldn't replace Khan as easily as they could Han. Blah 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 blah. Uh, you know, no one's saying that. Uh, you know that he's not a fo- like he's not a football guy. I don't know. You had twenty years working for a football team. How does that not make you a football well, guy? I mean, I, I just think they man in terms of scouting. Like I, I had always thought. I want to say it was Kovacevic that pitched this idea. And it's honestly what I thought would happen. They would like basically cleave. Colbert's job into two and give half of it to Hunt and half of it to Khan. And that's sort of what happened, except it's not Hunt is the other guy. It's this Weidel or Weedle. I haven't heard someone say it out loud yet. Yeah, he's a I mean, he's a Pittsburgh guy. You right. Know? Uh, and, and he's basically going to be the head scouting guy, all kinds of thing, while Khan. I don't know. Uh, I gets a really big calculator this time. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> one that has one that goes to ten uh, decimal places. Right. Exactly. Right? When something. you can step inside like an 80s <laughs> child TV show. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm surprised that people weren't tweeting like, oh, Omar Khan, you mean the actor from The Dark Knight Rises? You know, something just ridiculous. But we've already, I think we spent four minutes on Omar Khan. Let's move on. Let's get to more ridiculous OTA uh, tweets like, at David M. Todd. I get that OTAs are voluntary, but we have to be concerned about it at this point. Was paid eight to nine million last season. Blah 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 blah. You think he'd have an obligation to his teammate? Blah blah blah. <laughs> Look, I guess I guess David M. Todd hasn't been listening to what Yins talk about. Where we we had the breaking news report from Steel Nation West Facebook page. Uh, look, he's not he's not he's not one hundred percent yet. I don't know if it's the knee. I don't know if it's the conditioning, but. Uh, are we worried that Tuit isn't at voluntary organized team activities? Didn't Hayward say it was it was it was just working out? He's in Indiana and he'll be here eventually. I mean that that was way stronger. I I thought that would make bigger news. Hayward's comment that was way way more over the line than anything anyone said since uh, last August. Yeah. So I mean that's that he said yeah he's coming he's rehabbing in Indiana. I mean it you know I, I it's entirely possible that by the time like July rolls around we find that that knee was really really in bad shape. I mean that that's sort of where I am with it now. If I had to you know put a leader in in the clubhouse at this point, it's that that knee was messed up and like what, what's that what's the word that that the really bad French thing that sounds like some kind of delicious uh, uh, dessert. Liz Baguette. Frank. Oh. Liz Frank. <laughs> oh, That's foie gras? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, Liz Frank. It's, and when someone tears, has the Liz Frank injury, it sounds like, again, like designer fashion, but it's some horrible thing. I mean, I, I don't know even know if that's knees, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Some minor, something that sounds minor, which is absolutely terrible. I'm spitballing, but I know literally nothing, which qualifies me to talk about it here. We just, I mean, if you were on Twitter this week, you saw Zach Banner saying his he's just starting to feel better. Right. So, you know, right. yeah, okay, give him a little more time. You know, do, is there a deadline? Some some Steelers fans are saying if he's not in, at the June mandatory practices, we cut him. If he's not at this, we cut Or some people, I think uh, our number one fan, Owen, from across the pond, wants to cut him now. Uh, is, there, is there 
a deadline onto it other There's than something about you save a lot of money if you cut them before the first i thought there was some, i mean however everyone's contract to me always just seems very difficult to follow i mean i like i said i struggle to put together the resumes of the the second round candidates so i can, certainly can't follow contracts but How, what kind of signings are we do we need to make at this point are we, are we bring back ben for eight million like what do we need that eight million for at this point uh, uh, it's a, it would be someone to replace to it is what it would be it would be it would be whatever the defensive line equivalent of trey turner is well, we before he retired, Kevin Colbert pretty much said that he considers Wormley the starter until until he's replaced. Yeah, and he also said that Mason's our quarterback if we play tomorrow thing, too. I remember that quote. That well, hey, I, Mason's our quarterback today, I think. <laughs> I, want, I want the Fawns back there. Um, oh, gosh, we got to get – you know what? Let's, I don't, let's keep going. Okay. Uh, quickly, because, you know, this was stu- this was so stupid. At, we'll go back to David M. Todd. He 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 ruled the week on hot takes. This kind of stuff is BS. We're talking about Deontay Johnson Sports Camp. This mm-hmm. kind of stuff is BS. Trying to profit off kids and then no showing. Such a terrible look. Even if his flight was delayed, he's an idiot for taking a flight on a Sunday morning for an event Sunday midday. Oh God! You know, uh, I just uh, I, uh, hold on. That might need a. In honor of uh, Darth Vader's return to Obi Wan Kenobi, oh, uh, available never... only on Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> what what's your take on on Deontay John? You know, oh man, this guy's ripping off kids. What is you know? How could he get away with that? I mean, I I I I I when I have a show that day, I try not to fly that day. I I know you do too. It's not you can't always do that, and it's I I I I feel like this is a dumb take. My only the only caveat I can think of, and I'm certainly never looking this up to see if it's the case, is like, I don't what. I guess I don't know anything about the Deontay Johnson camp. Like, if the camp is, hey, come here, get instruction, have a great time, get better at football, and then on Sunday, Deontay Johnson, he comes by and says hi. Then, then absolutely, it's a terrible take. But if the entire camp is like, come meet Deontay Johnson, <laughs> he'll be your best friend. Then, yeah, then it, it shouldn't have done that. But my guess is it's more the former than the latter. You know what you get in with these camps you know it's uh yeah it's like you might get a you know a, a brief kind of interaction that's sort of what i know? always thought it would be and in which case it's a shame and it, it sucks i remember as a kid uh, i was in we were like in this roller hockey tournament for like two days and we won it at the end and we were supposed to meet i think it was joey mullen but he left to go watch a penguin playoff game <laughs> so like but i didn't feel like oh screw joey mullen like no the guy's a legend that's fine yeah. he doesn't want to shake my hand i want to watch a game too and you know he and dj's making it up. he's gonna make it up to these kids it's just like just the the outrage. I can't, I can't handle. Uh, you know, I just that's a joke to me. Thank you, Coach. I agree. We got it. We got to take a break because we're already going way too long. And I told you I had a life changing Steelers moment to tell you about. This is a sign, okay? This is a it's a it's a good sign. It's a good sign for Steeler Nation. It's a I, it's a good sign for uh, one of my favorite players. Uh, so this is coming up in the second half. All right. We'll be right back. All right. It's the second half. 
half of what Jin's talking about. Uh, second halves used to be the, how we came back, but now mm -hmm. in, the, in the Mitch era, who knows? Everything is thrown out the window. Right. There are. There is no precedent. There That's is right. no. There is no. The old times have passed. Maybe Renegade becomes a first half song. I don't. You know. <laughs> I, hey, we'll try new things. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. I promised you uh, a, a life-changing story, Here but we go. but you know, but, but first, before, but 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 be first, be, be first, be first, any of that. Let's uh, let's talk about the rookie seminar. It was out Ooh. here this this past weekend. You know, I was I really thought this was our time to shine. What Jin's talking about? You know, okay. the, the rookies out here in L.A. Uh -huh. Let's stalk them. Oh, let's okay. find out where they are hanging. Let's get mm. let's get the moment an exclusive moment for this podcast. Oh. Well, unfortunately, all these rookies had their were had their phones off or something. The entire oh. rookie symposium. I don't well, that's get it. A, that's a surprise. So there was a few only a few moments uh but they were they were they're they're important. Let's go okay. to at Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, Pepe plus Kenny Pickett. Uh Dude, I know you're a rookie, but you're out there posting pictures on social media with a Cincinnati Bengal. Well, I mean, don't forget Patriot. I mean, it's 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 it's. I mean, I I I I saw that and I was like, uh, I guess it's good to have Ocho Cinco talk to the kids, uh, as long as a lot of the context is like, hey, I'm Ocho Cinco. Don't do a lot of the things I did. <laughs> well. Uh I don't know. I don't want Kenny getting wrapped up in these bad influences. You know where where was uh you know where was Troy Polamalu out there in uh, in Southern California to be the the influence on this rookie class. I I, I just assume Troy was like walking the earth and like helping <laughs> you know clean up after some uh, natural disaster typhoon somewhere or meditating. It um, there's also something about it. it, it it's I mean I'm sure these things have happened, but like it, 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 it's just like a water and oil kind of thing. If Ocho Cinco is at your seminar, the odds are good Troy Polamalu is probably not. <laughs> uh, well, uh, it wasn't the only rookie mistake. That Kenny made at the okay. rookie symposium. I don't know if you saw the group picture of oh, all yeah. of the rookies. Yeah, that was big group picture. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you zoom in on Mr. Kenny Pickett there, my man is blinking yes. in the group photo. That was I, I I I feel connected to him already. There are so many family pictures of myself and my dad growing up where one or another of us are blinking. That is I don't know, it's just, maybe it's you spend too much time in Pittsburgh, it happens to you. I, I, I love to see it. That was like that's that's that was the first real moment like, wow, that is my quarterback. Oh, you love to see it. Oh, well, well, no, just because I'm used to it. That's that it's a human thing. It uh Well, a stealer thing is never to blink. <laughs> Cut off your eyelids. Uh, and if you can't, I mean, I look, I look, it's the rookie symposium. Okay. So maybe you don't need to cut off your eyelids in May of right. your rookie season. You get some of the clothespins like they used to do with the, the Borg. Yeah. But you, you know, but if my man is going to wear gloves to help his hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the little close. Yeah. I like mm -hmm. it. I, I like yeah. it. Keep, keep them eyes open, Kenny. <laughs> Hold, gripping your pillow tight. <laughs> So I didn't. We didn't get to run into any rookies mm -hmm. at the rookie symposium. But but wouldn't you know it? <laughs> wouldn't call it fate. Mm -hmm. Call it luck. Mm -hmm. Call it karma. Mm -hmm. I believe everything happens for a reason. There you go. And on Sunday night of the rookie symposium, I was supposed to go to a birthday party. Our friend, fellow comedian, April Cowgirl. Oh, April. One of yeah. my only supporters in life. <laughs> April is And cool. I blew off her birthday party. 
I just didn't want to. And, and instead, I walked down to my local Ralph's in Van Nuys, California. Ralph's. Ralph's. If you don't know what Ralph's is, it's like Giant Eagle. Yes, it's, it's, it's like, exactly. In fact, if I've used my Ralph's card at Giant Eagle and it works. Really? In, in, in Pittsburgh when I'm visiting my mother. Oh, yes. that's a life hack. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I've never tried it the other way. I haven't tried the Advantage card at Ralph's. I should do that at some point. With, the, yeah. with the, the cost of gas in Pennsylvania, get those gas <laughs> rewards out here in California. So Ralph's is like Giant Eagle. It's like Kroger, Big Bear, wherever you're listening from. You you got mm-hmm. one. Mianko's whatever mm-hmm. uh and, and in van nuys california i, I, I my ralph's is, is called the ghetto ralph's it's, it's not the nice the nice ralph's is on ventura boulevard you mm-hmm. know because the, the, the place that tom petty sings about <laughs> i'm here in van nuys at my ralph's at, at nine at night on a sunday i walk into my ralph's and who do i see in the produce department number Is it number 11? It's number 11. (laughs) Number 11, Chase Claypool is in my Ralph's in Van Nuys. And of all the Ralph's in the world, in all the places, in all the gin jukes Mm -hmm. in this world, Chase Claypool and I'm I'm freaking out. I'm like, no, is it really? Chase? I start looking on social you media. You messaged me and sent a picture. I was on a show. I remember thinking, ah, it looks like Chase Claypool. Right. I could not. I'm looking at social media. Is it him? I can't. But he's on social media silence too. Well, okay. I, is it Chase Claypool? <laughs> I, why would he be in my Ralphs? That was the, that was the one thing I kept bumping on. I remember I messaged you to be like, well, when do OTAs start? I mean, that was that. You know, but I mean, but the picture you sent me, that sure looked this I understand Chase Claypool. So I uh, so I I I I found the courage to to take action. And of course, I'm wearing at the time my Steelers Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl 40 uh, championship shirt. Okay, long sleeves, because, you know, I still wear long sleeves in Los Angeles. It's cold at night sometimes. And uh, why don't we reenact? Uh, how things went Absolutely. down. Absolutely. We, we ready for the what Yin's talking about players? Yes, I will. I, I take acting classes, so I'm qualified to be Chase Claypool. Excellent. I'll be Kyle Kreiss. Uh, uh, excuse me. Is is your name Chase? Hey, nice shirt. Yeah, he noticed my shirt. He was a little bit higher energy than that. Okay. But that's, you know, I'm not, like, no, no, no notes. I don't. I'm not trying to give notes. Hey, nice shirt. What What are you doing in my Ralph's? Well, I'll be out of here in just a minute. Yeah, he was very playful. He was acting like I was like accusatory. He was being playful, <laughs> he, and, and uh, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. That that's that's not it. I mean, like, what are you doing here? I'm here visiting this guy. Yeah, and he points to the guy he was with. He was he was with a group of there was four, one female and two males, and uh, yeah, and he pointed he pointed to the guy he was with. Yeah, that's right. What's your name? I'm Kyle. Nice to meet you, Kyle. I'm Jeremy. Wait, wait, Jeremy? And at that point, everyone started cracking up. And then me and Chase fist bumped. I gave him I gave him the Christ kiss. And I was just like, oh, okay, you got me there. And I walked away. I because I, I didn't want I, at first I was like, I gotta get a picture. And then I was like, no, no, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cooler than that. Yeah. I'm not gonna ask for a picture. Right. Although I don't think anyone believe me. I put this in. The, I put my story in the uh, what you're talking about or the <laughs> behind the steel curtain slack, and uh, no one, no one gave a damn. I was like, I, I met Chase Claypool. Right. No one, no one gave two in in Van Nuys, California. Right. Whatever. Right. Whatever. But I was surprised by that too when I saw they didn't give you the love on that. 
So what does it what does it mean? It has to mean something, you know. I uh, I went back and watched the uh, John Cusack, Kate Beckinsale rom com serendipity, serendipity to try yeah. to find meaning in all this. And I remember the reviews that got at the time that got annihilated. Yeah. So, I, but I don't know. I don't know what what does this. Why is Chase Claypool? Coming face to face with the biggest Steelers fan in Van Nuys, I, you know, I, we were face to face. It must happen for a reason. I mean, this- it, it, it it is surprising, but I mean, I, I it's one of those things that you come back to just on like the most pure practical level to realize that you know football players even millionaire ones are just like the rest of us no matter how well you plan when you're on vacation at some point you're just going to have to stop into a supermarket the nearest yeah. one maybe you don't have a choice you know how many that happens to you almost every trip when you're traveling somewhere i mean it, it yeah but it's it's as far as omens go i mean it it you know like everything else, we'll see how this season goes. I mean, if it's a bad season, you got to be like, man, I hope they don't, you know, you might not be able to go to that Ralph's anymore, or maybe not at that time. But if it's a good season, then, you know, you can be there a lot more even. You never know. Maybe maybe Deontay will be there next time instead of at his camp. Well, I mean, do we do we even uh, do we even have to guess what will happen? I think it's obvious. OK, I gave him the Christ kiss. That's the uh, that's, you know, a good luck omen Locked on the fist in. bump. Locked so, in. you know, draft him on your fantasy team. Uh, number one, uh, Pro Bowl, probably number two mm-hmm. uh, playoffs. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, Still you know. on the table. Yeah. So I think that's all coming down. Thanks. Thanks to me. Thank you, Sealer Nation. Oh, maybe I can start saying we again. We because I I did that's this. True. That's true. I we. helped the team. You can I, bring the we back. I gave Chase the Christ kiss. See, it's, it's it, yeah. I mean, it's it's like I said. If they make the playoffs, it's definitely worth you not going to our friend's birthday party. <laughs> I feel bad, April, but I but <laughs> but you have to understand. This is maybe the maybe the. I don't want to say the biggest moment in my life, but the most surprising. I, I most think surprising. it's got to be up there. I mean, what are the odds? How many times you go to your supermarket and you don't see anyone you know, much less a pit at Chase Claypool? If like, I lived in Sewickley, maybe. Right, 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 exactly, exactly. If we lived in Western Pennsylvania, yeah. Um, I'll, and I will say that even though, yeah, maybe it was a 90-second encounter with Chase Claypool, but I learned all I need to learn about him. Guy is nice Mm -hmm. he's playful Mm -hmm. he's a joker he's friendly he's uh, you know he's not he you know he could have been like oh Steeler and you know what if I see a Steeler fan in LA like ah you know was happy to talk um, you know, I, I didn't take a pick. Maybe he would have been cool. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I think he did the right thing not asking. Just because, again, it's not like he was out at event. The guy was at the supermarket. I mean, who wants to prolong being at the supermarket? Bill Coward didn't stop going to the supermarket. Right, right, you know? right, right, right. So, uh, you know, lay all these Chase haters out there. Lay off him. He's a good guy. He's a playful guy. He's a joker. Uh, so, I, you know, I don't want to see the Chase haters this year. He's my he's my number one. I'm getting I got to get the jersey. I've got there, to. Yeah, now. There you go. There you go. So, so, uh, it might have it might have been worse if you'd been wearing the Chase jersey and gone in there though and just seen him. I mean, that would have been like almost like are you following me? Like, well, thank I mean, thank God I had uh, Steelers gear on. Oh because yeah. Then it was it, you know it instantly made the conversation accessible. He saw the shirts yes. and it was you know because I was I went up to him I was like is your name Chase? Right. And I just couldn't you know so he saw the shirt and mm-hmm. it was you know it was cool it wasn't threatening I wasn't you know right. is oh, your name Chase? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't that that could have like, been bad especially yeah. it's like who's what this guy looks like he's wasted. Um, <laughs> 
All right. I well, told you not to come to this Ralston Van Nuys. Yeah, I mean, his friends would have dogged him for that. To yeah. Chase, if you're listening, I appreciate you, and I will get that jersey before the season. I, you know, I will be repping number eleven. Maybe I can get an alternate jersey. Are they, they we doing alts this season? Yeah, they're gonna do. They're gonna do the block numbers, right? Don't they do the block numbers? Oh now? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe a Chase block number. All okay. right. Uh, mm. So that's right. Chase got the Christ. I'm the insider this week. I met yes, Chase. You are. Yes, you I've are. got the inside on Mitch and Josh Allen golfing. Mm-hmm. Uh, where's my, uh, you know, where's my article in the PPG? Ooh. I can hate on, I can hate on people <laughs> for no reason too. Oh, Jack yes. Ham, you couldn't play in the, whatever. I can, <laughs> I can do it just like all yins. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. Let, why don't we go to, I don't know. I'm just, I'm fired you up about do the ham thing? We can talk Let's, about that. We're talking about ham. Let's talk a little bit about ham here. <laughs> uh, we'll go to <laughs> at aftermath after. Mm-hmm. Thus ended Doug Whaley's shot at becoming the Steelers' next GM. Um, so, yeah, Doug Whaley was up for the GM spot, mm-hmm. and then he decided to go on the so-called fan and say Han- Jack Ham would be a backup special teams player. He couldn't play in this era. He just couldn't. You know, first, I, I I don't even know where to start. For the, why is the fan, why is 93.7 always the one spewing this type of stuff? Do they have any fans on the fan? I don't, I've never, you know, not, not once uh, has any of this BS come out of someone that's not the fan. My first thought when I heard that was, man, that second interview must have gone really badly. <laughs> Like, that's just like you come out of that. Be like, yeah, and Jack Kim, he would have been a backup special teams player. Like, that is when, that's when you tank the interview. Like, I, I can't imagine. it's. I've had job interviews go bad. And then you go back to your friends, you're like, yeah, that company sucks anyway. I don't know what they're thinking. Disney, come on. Like, yeah. So it, I, I, it's the only thing I could take from this. I mean, it's, it's I don't know. That's the way I say it. Like, well, this GM thing ain't going to work out. I sure would like to get back into the hot take hierarchy. Are there even backup special Special teams. I think the backup special teams, teams players are, are the, the starters. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it looped all the way around. And, um, but yeah, I ooh, I, that one, that one, I saw that. I was like, okay, so that's we're down to five finalists. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, special teams. Uh, and GM. let's you know, let's uh, there's a little context from at Blitzburg uh, showcasing the back of a Jack Ham tops card. Uh, Fun fact, Jack works for a coal company during the offseason. So, uh, yeah, it, maybe he, yeah, maybe he wouldn't have been able to play in today's NFL because he had a day job. <laughs> I believe uh, if you look at the uh, uh, money rates that uh, working for a coal company during the offseason was the original milk crate challenge. I think that's what that was. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my. Jack Ham's going to ruin his career. He's shoveling He's coal. He's shoveling coal. <laughs> Oh gosh! Please, thank goodness that put some context into all these this this generation of haters. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we put five minutes on the clock for okay. the speed round? Okay. Uh, let's start with mm-hmm. at Chad Brown ninety four. Chad mm-hmm. Brown, always so good to see my Steeler linebacker brothers, Levon Kirkland, Greg Lloyd, and me missing Kevin Green. The best part of the NFL isn't the paychecks, the awards, or even the wins. It's the brotherhood. Now, wow, that seems like a hot take. Could, could the brotherhood really be better than <laughs> the paychecks, the wins, the Super Bowls? I, I, I did see that tweet. That was very heartwarming, and I've been very genuinely impressed by Chad Brown. I, 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 certainly his post-NFL career, what a good job he's doing. I mean, I was I, I do remember thinking, seeing that picture he posted with the three of them, and thinking, man, if you'd showed me this in 1995, I never would have thought Greg 
Greg Lloyd's the best looking one of them now. I would not have bought that. Like, also, they're tiny. They're good. Those guys are tiny compared to their, you know. Right. Co- comparatively, yeah. I mean, it's my Chad Brown memory. I don't know if I've ever talked about it. It'll always be that uh, playoff game against the Colts, uh, uh, you know, where, um, you know, they, they beat the Colts in a tight game. And the gentleman behind me just kept screaming, Chad, and holding it for this, like, thing. And then at a crucial moment in the third quarter, he passed out and landed on me. And my dad had to, like, get this. And his buddies had to, like, get him back into his seat. He was so drunk. But anyway, that's what I think of whenever I see Chad Brown, which is ironic since Chad Brown was such an accomplished professional person. And I think of a man who spit pizza up and uh, passed out on my back. <laughs> well, you know, if, if if Chad is really being sincere, and why wouldn't he be? I think he is. If the brotherhood is really, the, you know, after all these years, you know, two decades out of the league, and he thinks back to the brotherhood, I mean, that should just tell everyone something, from the players to the fans, is that, you know, stop moaning about paychecks or salaries or you know even you know playoffs or you know losses to weak teams or whatever it's like it's it's being a stealer is above all that you know it's it's uh, uh you know i don't you know that's why we celebrate people like duck still that's right? right that's right uh let's move on to at steeler nation steeler nation the steelers are opening a pittsburgh oh geez, gosh i can't even read my own <laughs> The Steelers are opening a museum in Pittsburgh this season. What moments would you like to see captured there? I'm not entirely certain what's happened. We already have kind of a museum in well, the stadium, Well, that's sort of right? what I'm thinking is it's an expansion of that and giving it its own dedicated space. Like, the what, what I'm assuming is they'll move a lot of the stuff from the Great Hall into this museum. I could be wrong about that, but that's just kind of how I'm assuming it's going to go, and there'll be more space for that. And also, that way, you can get to that at any time. You don't have to be at the games to see it, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, because before, stream. Yeah, before the game starts is, is impossible to get to enjoy right. that. Everyone's coming in and you know, mm-hmm. buying their beers and all that. Um, you know, every, all the usual moments are probably going to be in a museum like this, the Super Bowls, uh, yeah. the Hall of Famers. What would be some maybe off the radar moments that should be included in a uh, in a Steelers museum like this? Well, I mean, I, I, I think, you know, great moments that didn't necessarily get to uh, uh, Super Bowls. I mean, the first thing that came to mind when they did that, you know, best games at uh, 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 Three Rivers and best games at Heinz Field. I mean, moments like, you know, you saw Ben hit uh, uh, the walk off win against the Packers or, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. was, or what was I remember being stunned as a kid, you know, the seventh, you know, had the seventh best moment at Three Rivers Stadium. It's the shovel pass to the bus to beat the Jags in overtime. And oh, like, yeah, I want to say right. if that was 96 or 97 and it's, I was at that game and it was amazing. And it, but yeah, but you know, things like that, these great moments that, you know, uh, uh, maybe we forget because they didn't lead to Super Bowls or they didn't lead to the best playoff season. Da, 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 you know, uh, yeah, I personally, you know, you know, especially from this era, we think about Ben, but there were some great moments, you know, where Ben wasn't on the field. I think yeah. of the Vic uh, the Vic, another um, walk off. Yeah, walk yeah. off against the Chargers. Um, that was a Wildcat win. You mm-hmm. know, was it even Vic? I guess that was Left yeah, Bell. It was, I guess. It was Left Bell. Yeah, um, but Vic threw a touchdown in that game. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, um, I think of you know even the Duck the Duck Mason years. You know some of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, year year Thank year. Sorry. And do we have the technology? I would love to see with holograms. Could could uh, could us as fans line up against, say, you know, an AB or a Swan and see what it would be like on the field? Like, you know, that's the kind of We've technology. We've got to be getting close to something like that, or even just to be like, okay, they're running, you know, a deep post, cover them. 
Like, can you keep up? Yeah. And how, you know, it, it, that would be wild like to see that. Yeah, yeah. Or even just if it's kind of thing like, here's you. I mean, I guess you could do this with statues, but like you're going to line up opposite uh, Joe Green or Aaron Smith or it's, you know, can you or do it the other way? Fanica or yeah. uh, uh, Starks. And it's, you know, and OK, and I'll see. Can you, you know, not, you're not push back against anything, but just see how you are in that stance. Like or, you know, you could, you know, with the technology, you could have like, uh, you know, can you make the throw to San Antonio Holmes in the Super Bowl? And like, you know, there's a target and you have to, you know, hit the target or something in two seconds or whatever or, it is. You know? I'll flip it around the other way. It's Except this time you're San Antonio. You have to run and get your feet to stop right there. You don't even have to catch the ball. Just get your feet to stop right there after running. Uh, I, well, it sounds like we need to be in charge of this museum. Yeah, and we would blow all the budget on this goofy hologram stuff that no one over eight would use. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, they, they put Tupac on the Coachella stage. There you go. They can there put AB go. back on the... Uh, <laughs> uh, let's move on to... Mm-hmm. At M. Whiteberg, Mike mm-hmm. White. Former Steelers have coached Whippeal football, but this one will coach another sport. Welcome to Whippeal basketball, Aaron Smith. Mm. Uh, he's coaching Eden Christian Academy. I don't mm. know what I don't know what Eden Christian. I've heard of it. Okay. But the... I mean, I mean that I know he played basketball at a collegiate level. I imagine a pre- and Aaron Smith is a pretty tall guy, as I yeah. remember. I imagine he's played some basketball in his life at. Uh... I mean, I would want I would want to play basketball to play for Aaron Smith. <laughs> well, I think that's just kind of it. I mean, it's it's you know why why I mean it's 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 not. I mean, obviously, I'm sure Eden Christian Academy can recruit and can have a fine basketball coach. But if you can get Aaron Smith, I think you're happy with that. Like it's and also too, I don't know if they have a football program at Eden Christian Academy. I assume they do, but I can't imagine that the football coach were like, "Hey, Aaron, could you look over this game plan? Just if you got a minute, just to take a second. I, I imagine they'd be op- he'd be open for that too. Just yeah, maybe give us a look. Okay. Yeah, you want to be an assistant DL. Yeah, just, just, you know? just look at this. Just look at this. Tell us if this is any good. I mean, you're, you got a minute, right? It's study hall. I need to go back to school. All these schools now are having. You know, my school didn't have. We. I mean, Terry Mahollan went to my high school, but he wasn't coming oh. back to coach uh, uh, baseball. Know. Yeah, he wasn't coming back to coach. I, I, I need to go back to school now. All these. Uh, um, let's give. Let's just do one more. Let's do the final thing here. We'll give to. Mm-hmm. At Pro Football HOF, the Pro Football Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. for providing an incredibly intimate glimpse of Ben Roethlisberger's final moment as a member of the Steelers, Carl Roser earns an honorable mention in our annual photo contest. It was mm-hmm. the photo of uh, after Ben and the family walked back into the tunnel and they were all kind of sitting on the stairs and just kind oh, of okay. having that moment together. That was like, you know, photo of the honorable mention photo of the year NFL or whatever. So. I will say that if, if you do go to the uh, NFL Hall of Fame, uh, for me as a Steeler fan, my favorite non-Steeler thing was absolutely walking past the hall of the winners of that contest of the photo <laughs> of the year. I mean, it's and I'll never forget. It's the one the m- most affecting is it was called Purple Pain. It was the year the Vikings lost because Gar- I think it was Gary Anderson missed yes, that kick yes. with Randy Moss and yep. all that. And it's like the fans in like the lower bowl of that stadium when the Falcons go to the Super and it was easily the most affecting non-Steelers thing I saw in the Hall of Fame by a mile. It, uh, it's definitely worth seeing the winners of that contest. You're exactly right. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Coach. All right. Um, oh, well, that wraps up another edition of What Chin's Talking About. Does mm-hmm. it? Can we get some music? Yeah, let's get some music. <laughs> Um, you can find us on social media. I am at Kyle Christ. Greg, where are you? I am at Greg Benevent, B as in boy, E-N-E, V as in Victor, E-N-T, Twitter and Facebook. 
I mean, Twitter and Instagram. I'm not. You're not on Facebook. I am, but I barely use it. Yeah. Ugh, I can't. I can't handle Facebook. Um, (laughs) I'm on it though too because if we're comics, right? You kind of have to. Uh, But I don't post. Screw it. I don't. I don't do IG either. I'm basically Twitter and TikToks for my Steeler. You want? You want some Steeler highlights on TikTok? Yeah, follow Colin TikTok. Someday I'm gonna care about your TikTok. All right. We will see you next week. Be the best selves. That's gonna be required. Stay in school. (laughs) 